Ora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts, Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello there, Chris. Hello, Mark. How are you on this fine Friday evening? <laughs> I'm partying like it's 1999. How about you? Uh, yeah, not quite the party atmosphere that you're having, but um, yeah, doing well, actually. Doing pretty well. That's good. That's good. Busy week? Busy week? Uh, it hasn't been too bad. Like, you know, Easter, so we had Monday off, and then I took Tuesday off because, hey, let's have a long, you know, break. Uh, and then, you know, it's been an odd week. People have been away, conferences, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I seem to have crammed about five days into four days. I know what you mean. Uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as I said when I left the office today, it's always good to know that, you know, you've got a lot to come back to on Monday. <laughs> hey, being busy is good, right? Busy is good. Yes. But uh, mm. welcome everyone to the uh, GeoDorable podcast. Yeah, the podcast all about kind of, you know, the spatial industry, GIS, technology, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, the number one podcast in the world. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> definitely. Definitely the number one podcast and the number one podcast for GIS, GIS stuff based in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, so uh, I say we talk about yeah, GIS and associated technology. Um, hey, we're, yeah. we're vendor agnostic, so we talk about anything. Yeah, we do buy ourselves our, um, our sponsors. Uh, sure. Who are our yes. sponsors again, Mark? Well, we're, we're still waiting to be biased towards the sponsor. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, so if you want us to be biased towards uh, your particular va- uh, product, hey, get in touch. Yeah. Now, we have lots of uh, ways people connect with us. They can connect uh, with uh, Facebook. Uh, sure. And that's uh, facebook.com slash geodorable. Yep. And there's the Twitter. Uh, my geodorable uh, or, or Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, yeah. yeah. And, and there's something new, Chris. There is. Uh, we, uh, we can launch our website. Yeah. And we're not running Google Ads on it. Maybe we, we should. Maybe we should, yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for the moment, it's ad-free. It is. So if, you, uh, if you're if you interested, uh, go to uh, geodorable.com. Well, um, yeah. Can you believe that that, uh, <laughs> that, that uh, d- uh, domain name wasn't taken, Mark? I, I think it's just waiting for us. Um, it was, but, yeah. But the purpose of the website is that often, you know, when you're listening to the podcast, you think... Oh, that was an interesting topic they talked about. But what was the topic? I, I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can now come to the website, geodorable.com, uh, and, and yeah, find yeah. out what we actually talked about. Look at the links. Um, yeah, so just more ways you can uh, look at what's going on, look at the, the news and opinions, maybe not opinions, that we find. Uh, proper show notes, Mark. We're growing up. <laughs> we are. Well, we have such a big international listenership, which isn't actually a joke. No, it's crazy, actually. <laughs> Hello to all our uh, US listeners. Yeah, the US listeners, the Japanese listeners. Uh, there's the, the few Kiwis that uh, few Kiwis, know, yep. get involved. A few Australians. So, yeah, this, uh, f- I want to say, this webpage, a new way of uh, reaching out, as they like to say in marketing speak. Uh, and uh, you can contact us through the, uh, the webpage as well. So we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and especially if you've got a sponsorship offer. <laughs> Who'd you like to be sponsored by, Mark? Nike, probably. <laughs> really? Okay. Or maybe Mercedes. Mercedes, a yeah. little bit outside of... Although, hey, we've got a Mercedes story later on in, in the podcast. We but do, yeah. I wouldn't say they're our core audience, would you? No, but 
that, that was an open-ended question. <laughs> uh, true, true, true. I guess it was. Do you know if that new Mercedes turned up and they said, mention us on the podcast? Sure. <laughs> We're all over that. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay. Well, um, let's oh, kick off we, the news. Oh, well, what? I was going to say we should do the usual disclaimer, just in, you know. Ah, uh, yes. The important, the important part. Um, the important part is that the uh, views and opinions expressed on this podcast are entirely our own. Uh, totally. Mm. And we're, not, we're, we're obviously not paid to say them, um, but they also have no relationship to uh, the people we work with or for. Or our family or anybody who's listening who knows us. You know. Yeah, well, I think my wife just disowns the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's exactly the same. Uh, she, does your wife do that eye-rolling thing when you go, I'm going to do the podcast now? Yeah, there was there was a slight comment about it's good of you to book in time with me. <laughs> oh, I get that one as well. Um, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, but we're not here to talk about how <laughs> our, our wives and how. Uh, yes, fair enough. Um, shall we get on the news? We we should. We'll get on with yes. the news, Mark. Spatial news. Now, big, big news, Chris. Go on. Uh, Microsoft. Mm, heard of them. Uh, haven't brought Esri. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's not the big news. The big news is that Esri and Microsoft mm-hmm. uh, have uh, teamed together, have come together yep. in a partnership to offer Geo AI Data Science Virtual Machines. That's quite a mouthful, Mark. Can you do yes. it again? Uh, Geo AI Data Science Virtual Machines, or as no one is calling them, DISMs. Now, hang on a sec. We've talked about this quite often on the podcast. Is this another example of our industry uh, putting the word geo in front of something for no apparent reason? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Geo AI. Well, anyway, what are this, Chris? What are this? Just, mm-hmm. We'll get mm-hmm. to the bottom. Oh, sorry. Okay, go, go. so what they have is ArcGIS Pro, which yes. is a next-generation uh, desktop software. 64-bit, I think, Mark. Yeah. Uh, that is now installed on the image, the DISM image from uh, Microsoft. Okay. I mean, yes. Yes. And that will then allow you to uh, run processes on the DISM that capture, that use ArcGIS Pro toolboxes. Okay. Well, um, yep. exciting. That's Well, that's yeah. Fantastic. So I suppose that is GeoAI. Uh, but it could just be MapAI or Location AI. But anyway. Um, hey, um, so I, 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 to be fair, I've been looking into uh, quite a lot of this machine learning stuff. Um, you know, it's really popular at the moment. Um, everybody's talking about it. Um, hey, and and for those uh, you know uh, ArcGIS Pro users, or desktop Pro users, or desktop users out there, a um, whole bunch of machine learning you know is already inbuilt into the applications. Yeah. You've been you've been machine learning without knowing it. I think um, the other thing, just to point out, that there is a Python interface with it mm-hmm. um which yeah so um, i think you need to do some scripting but the other interesting thing on this uh release chris mm-hmm. is that there are gpus on your disms man okay good um well I mean, virtual machines have always been poor on gpu yeah um getting you know. better in recent years right yeah um but that's that's quite an interesting fact so if you're after a good vm and why not make it a disvum with geo AI? And on that note, Mark, I think we should move on. Okay. 
spatial news. Uh, now, other three that are acronym that is uh, doing the rounds, Chris. Mm, BIM. BIM, BIM, BIM. I love BIM, actually. Um, well, when I was in Singapore, we did BIM, 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 BIM. You did, yeah, true, true. Um, and that was actually quite good. And uh, it's this Esri UK. Who we, yeah, let's be honest, we both used to work for Esri UK. Yes, I have great memories of Esri UK. It's where we first met and yet don't remember. I remember you, you were grumpy. I still am. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, because oh, you didn't really say hello. Oh, I didn't like you. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they have a good example, a story map even. You'd expect no less. Um, of BIM on their building. So, uh, yeah, Millennium House um, in, in Aylesbury. Uh, stunning little place. Stunning um, Aylesbury. Just don't. <laughs> I'm not sure if those two words have ever been put in the same sentence before. But, um, yeah, so uh, it's a great little story map all about how you can use BIM uh, you know, and GIS together. And they've done so with a focus on... Um, uh, Esri UK's uh, head office, which is yeah. Millennium House in, in Aylesbury. Now, the interesting thing I liked about it was, I don't know, about halfway down, um, they actually bring in the 3D model, mm-hmm. and you can fly around it. And this this is what we were doing in Singapore, and this is where the good, fun stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't actually pull off the layers. So in, in Singapore, we could actually split layers and rooms out to be yep, um, yep. In, in question. But yep. I'm sure, you, well, I know you can with the technology because we were using Esri technology. Um, but yeah, so if you're wondering what BIM is, um, if you need some good examples of 3D, this is quite nice. It is, and I think uh, we've, we've mentioned in previous podcasts, you know, um, Esri and um, Autodesk have, have formed a partnership, have formed a relationship. They form lots of relationships, don't they, Esri? Microsoft, first story. Anyway, yeah. they formed a partnership, a relationship with Autodesk to to kind of join the two technologies uh, much more closely together. Um, and I know that was uh, that was talked about at the partner conference. Um, and I expect there's going to be more on that, you know, in, in, in future months. But if you Google GIS and, and BIM, there's some good examples out there. And uh, this one here, I think, is uh, it's well worth looking through just to kind of understand what that story is. Yeah, so we'll post a link to that on our Facebook, Twitter, and website account. Oh, the excitement, Mark. Spatial news. Now, Chris, this is more you than me. I'm, I'm more of an overball fan. Uh, to be fair, so am I. But uh, any time you come across uh, a story that involves football and that soccer... Um, yes. To to uh, to our international listeners, and that's the one where yeah you play with the, the round ball, um, as opposed to, to rugby, New Zealand rugby, um, mad. Uh, anyway, these are some uh, great maps of football fandom. Um, yeah. So who supports what where? Uh, it, it's it's kind of a little bit focused on the uh, the UK Premiership. Well, um, completely, but yeah. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> so it is it is uh, interesting. So if you support a Premier football team. Um, you can actually use this map to find out where a lot of people support. Um, now, Mark, I am a uh, a Watford supporter. Way the Watford. Um, the Hornets, I think you'll find. Um, but good try. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is how much I care. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What's funny about it is um, the number of people I know who are Watford supporters who have no right to be, you know, you just bump into people. And, oh, yeah, I support Watford. Very weird. Actually, the only, only reason I support Rot. Watford was my good mate, Wob. Uh, I remember Wob. Wob from Watford. Yes. How's Wob doing? 
He's doing really well, actually. Yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, you can go on this and uh, find out how many people support what. Now, my one critique of this, and it's kind of obvious, is that it only has Premier Football, English Premier Football teams on it. And and my criticism of it is that um, I'm not quite sure when the, one of these maps was done, but it actually hasn't got Watford on it, which is really quite frustrating. Are they back in the Premiership? Yeah, they've been there for a number of years. I they're thought they doing... got dropped for a bit. Yeah, well, yeah, but they're back. They've been all there right. for about two, three years at the moment. They're kind of mid-table. They're doing all right. Uh, did you know, Mark, in New Zealand, the number one supported team is Liverpool? Yes. With uh, Arsenal following a close second. Which is surprising. I, I, I would have thought Man U was... Uh, yeah, Man U, you kind of think, is kind of universal. But apparently yeah. not. Um <laughs> But would as would be interesting if they had Celtic on there, uh, because I think you'd find Celtic probably more supporters than Liverpool. Anyway, Mark, it's it's uh, there's a number of maps. They're really cool, um, and if you if you like your soccer, um, then it's it's worth checking out. Or football. Out. Or football, yeah. But you know, hey. <laughs> hmm. Spatial news. Now, seeing we've got an offer from Mercedes-Benz to sponsor the podcast, maybe. Mm. Uh, yet to receive what offer. Um, Mercedes are doing a lot with maps. They are, sure. And one of the things they've just done is used one of your favourite companies, Chris. Hey, it is one of my favourite. Yeah, we, we do harp on about these guys quite a bit. Uh, yep, so um, what three words, in case you're wondering. Uh, and if you haven't come across what three words, you, you basically have to go to a computer now and you have to type in what three words. A great example of of an idea in a pub that has, is actually paying off. Yeah, I hope it was a pub. I'm not sure I, if it was. I, I presume it was. It should have been if it wasn't. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what three words? They have divided the globe into three by three meter grids. Yep, and assigned three English-based words or other languages that are available. They are, and this enables you to easily identify with three words that location. Mm -hmm. So, what has Mercedes done? Well, it's built in that kind of location um, identification into its its kind of in-car setnav. Yeah, so instead of having to go, um, you know, sixteen Smythe Street, uh, was that Smith Street? Yes, well, oh, mm. yeah, who knows? Mm -hmm. You can just say uh, the what three words. And this this really is because when you're driving your Mercedes, as as we'll be doing later on in the week, Mark, as you're driving your beautiful Mercedes um, uh, SLK. Quality German automobiles. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Uh, as, as you're driving your Mercedes, you know, you want you don't want to you know, have to take your hands off the steering wheel because it's all about safety. So you just want to use your voice, Mark, use your voice. And so you can just say those three words that describes the location, or, you know, the, that's located uh, or locates uh, where you want to go. And it's much easier for the system to understand where you need to go. Yes. Now, I do wonder um, how you know what the th three words are. Oh, you look it up on the app, don't you? All right. So you've got to look it up on the app. Okay. Yes, that might be a slight fault in the plan. Well, I'm so, I mean, I don't know. They might have it built in the car. I, I don't know. If but you didn't know that Cornwall was uh, excellent visual genetics. Well, no, that's just one place in Cornwall. Well, I know, but when I said, hey, why don't you come to Cornwall? And then you jump in your Mercedes, um, which is excellent driver safety and comfort. Um, that they go, you then have to work out what the what three words are. But but I'm sure there's an easy, simple way because they're smart machines. Do you know what? I have the app on my phone. 
It's awesome. <laughs> the Mercedes app? Uh, the What Three Words app. Hey, oh, right. I'd, I'd happily be sponsored by What Three Words. I think they're uh, fabulous. Um, I'm trying to work out where I am at the moment. Uh, anyway, let's move on. You're okay. doing the podcast. Sorry, sorry. Spatial news. Now, one of the things that um, is also hot, hot, hot is a blockchain. You can't you can't walk anywhere these days without being kind of blockchain being rammed down your throat by various people. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, especially with cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. and, and other things going on. Um, and so we came across an article by Vernon Turner. Uh, sure. Who um, from here? Here Technologies. Well, Causeway Connections, but yes. Okay, but I um, it's kind of sponsored. Anyway, he's just talking about blockchain and location intelligence will create a new standard of trust. Um, and we've read the article. We understand some of it. Mm-hmm. We don't quite get the point of other parts mm-hmm. um, because the trust is along the um, transaction. So if you don't know about blockchain, I don't know, go find a YouTube video about it but it's a way of securing ha- having secure transactions i i know what's happened to the in the past because it's all locked up in the transaction mm-hmm. um yeah and he's just saying well yeah well, you could secure location data in the blockchain which which if you take what blockchain is which is you know it, it it's yeah. it's this whole kind of concept of security well yeah you can't alter the records because you don't you know necessarily yeah hold the records because the records are distributed um by adding location you're certain of the location of the package well or no the thing no yes no yes, yes. no by adding the location <laughs> by adding location you can secure the location in a in a um, blockchain it doesn't add security of location i you enter coordinates but there's no verification that those coordinates are right uh, yeah, but you can say that about anything, right? Any data you enter into the oh, blockchain, sure. you, know, you, you know. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, the article is blockchain and location intelligence will create a new standard of trust. Um, but anyway. Well, I think I think our listeners need to read the article and then get in touch and help explain exactly what we think it means to us. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, hmm. that does make sense. So, yeah, have a read. Um it actually does explain blockchain blockchains quite nicely in case we haven't. I'm pretty sure we didn't. <laughs> yeah. But I think the whole blockchain and GIS is, is really interesting. I think um, blockchain and uh, GIS and the use of um, you know, land parcels, um, you know, uh, ownership and so well, forth. Yeah, there's some really spatial transactions that, yeah. that could be, could be utilised. Mm-hmm. That I think would be... Uh, interesting, and and actually, you know, just just taking it a little bit further, just in general, you know, editing, uh, you know, who did the last edit, and can you, you know, how can you secure that transaction and track the the changes going backwards? You know, yeah, you could securely. You could definitely see that with um, open data um, mm-hmm. transfer, mm-hmm. and especially with um, security, civil defence type things. Yeah, yeah, where you need to um, have some sort of certainty about who was the person who um, edited that record. I think it's only going to grow. I think we're going to see more and more. <laughs> anyway, yeah. read the article. Yes. Spatial news. Now, on this podcast, Chris, we love a good conference. 
hey, we've been to lots of conferences re- uh, recently, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, we do love a good conference. Yeah, um, and we have found a place of good conferences. And it's so nice when um, somebody else does the work that you probably should do, um, but then, and then they put it in a blog. So uh, this is uh, the Carto blog, which is, uh, hey, we go there reasonably frequently. I check it out every so often. Got to see what, um, what's, what, what's Carto up to. Um, and they have listed, um, what do they call it? Location intelligence. So they've listed all the location intelligent conferences that they've come across uh, between now and June. Um, yes. Now, they, they have been very vendor agnostic. Well, of course. Um, so there's no mention of uh, Hexagon, Esri, or MapInfo, or nope. anyone else. But um, if you're thinking, I need to advance my uh, career and my knowledge of the industry by attending a conference. Um, oh, there's one in New Orleans, Chris. Um, hmm. The Yeah, this is a good place to go. It is because uh, you know it, it is. It's you know it's not every conference, right? But it's uh, a lot of the important conferences spread across the globe um, over yeah the next uh, next few months. And it, you know location intelligence, I think, is is the the key point here. Um, I'm never quite sure what to call our profession these days. Uh, it, <laughs> it seems to change almost on a weekly basis. But um, location intelligence, GIS, kind of spatial something rather, you know. Yeah, sh- sure. Location, um, geolocation. There are some good conferences on this. Uh, GeoBiz in UK. That's quite a good one. Uh, did you ever go? No. <laughs> no. Um, and next week there's GeoSmart in Asia. Yep. In Adelaide. Yep. Yeah, so have a look. Um, find out. Oh, the good thing about these conferences is there's lots of people talking about not just their technology from their vendor. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And and actually, it's um, it's awesome to see just how many conferences there are. Yes. It's quite yeah. It's quite a lot for a little industry like ours. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, Mark. Guess hey, what? Chris. What's that? That was the news. <laughs> Excellent. Good mm. news. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> um. So the other highlight of this podcast, or one of the highlights, three highlights of this podcast. Uh, and no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah our chief weapons are. <laughs> uh, sorry, our yeah. chief weapon is <laughs> surprise, surprise. And oh, anyway, I watched not- that recently. Sorry, we're uh, going off tangent. I watched that recently. <laughs> Just have me laughing. Uh, um, yeah, I've started watching clips of of Monty Python and Blackadder with my children. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you do have to pre-watch the clips because sometimes it's it's a little bit um, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but yes, the Spanish Inquisition gets us every uh, single time. Yeah. Every single time. Uh, that mm-hmm. and the uh, French soldiers and the Holy Grail in the castle. Yeah. I, I'm not going to do the accent, but um, yeah, <laughs> you can tell I'm Elderberry, French. Elderberries and hamsters. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we digress. So let's do the topic of the week. Topic of the week. Now, our topic of the week this week, Chris, is... Well, you see, over the last... Uh, how many weeks has it been? Two weeks? Two weeks, I think it is. Um, there have been uh, a whole number of what we call RUCs, regional user conferences run by the uh, Esri user group over here. Um, and it got me to thinking that 
because I, I haven't heard of this really happening uh, in, in other countries. So it got me to thinking that New Zealand actually does spatial pretty well and we're actually pretty special, Mark. I reckon New Zealand leads the way in, in kind of doing the whole spatial thing. Well, I, well, not the whole spatial thing. I think you're saying the whole spatial community thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. and, and I would almost agree if I didn't disagree with you, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I think that other countries are just especially spatial in their community um, and that what you, what you have is a typical New Zealand view of the world where everything's better in New Zealand yeah but the thing is Mark I'm not natively a Kiwi you see so although I agree that you know New Zealand does things pretty well and you know I, I'm not I'm not the Kiwi so I don't I don't have that blind you know kind of New Zealand's the best kind of thing that most Kiwis have <laughs> Right. So there's a little bit of kind of, you know, uh, I've, I've been to other places, Mark, you know, and I've looked around and I, I just think New Zealand does something better than, than most other countries. Chocolate? Um, yeah, okay, Whitaker's is pretty good. Hey, sponsored by Whitaker's. Whitaker's <laughs> chocolate. Hey, listening, yeah. Whitaker's. Or Mercedes, sure. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so Chris, why, why, why? Give me, give me a reason. Give me a good reason why you think okay. the New Zealand spatial community is special. So I've been thinking about this, and I've come up with five. Okay, I could come up with more, but it's a podcast. I just asked for one. Anyway, so, well, I've come up with five. So first off, I'm going to start with the user group, and I'm not, and I'm not starting with the user group just because I happen to be the vice president of the New Zealand Desert <laughs> User Group. But I'm, I'm starting with it because I think it's a, a fabulous example of how the community comes together. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if that's... Well, I can't say... I can't disagree with Fabulous, but I don't know if it's actually that special. No, it is. Uh, because it is, it is just a bunch of people who... Um, I mean, let's face it, most people enjoy the drinks afterwards. Hey, oh no! It's may way more than that. Way more. Um, so, yeah. so well, you know, let's explain this, right? So, for, for our international users, I'm just going to, you know, lay it out here, right? So, users, listeners. Um, so, uh, in New Zealand, there is the uh, the Esri uh, user group, right? And this is um, it's a team of volunteers that run the user group, uh, and uh, it's a paid user group, right? So, you have to pay your hard-earned cash to join, and yeah, well, there's which, corporate fees, yes. Well, no, there's individual, individual membership. Yes, yeah. I know. So, you know, so, so people pay to join and, and you pay to join and you get lots of numerous, you know, many benefits, many, many benefits. Um, sure, yep. Which I haven't got time to go into right now. But you get many benefits, right? So, so I think it, you get a lot of benefits if you're on the committee. Uh, <laughs> Mark, it's a completely different conversation. Um, so you join the user, you know, you join the user group and um, because you've joined the user group, you know, you know, the thing that we do is we have all the regional conferences. So there are 11 conferences across the country that are run by the user group. Yeah. Um, you know, we get presentations by users. We get Eagle Technology, who are the Esri distributor over here, come along and do like a two-hour session and update on the technology. Um, you know, they're always well attended. In fact, um, this year, I think we're looking at about six, 700 um, attendees, you know, across the country, yeah. which is pretty it's, good, it's a right? good effort because New Zealand, although small, is quite hard to get around. Hey, yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, you know, it's not like um, these things are, are that close to each other. Well, put it this way: uh, I've done uh, Kerry Kerry, and for people, you know, not in New Zealand, Kerry Kerry is 
in the far north of the country. Uh, and then uh, next week I'm doing Invercargill. And Invercargill is in the far south of the country. So I'm going from top to bottom and everywhere in between. <laughs> right, it's a lot of yeah. effort to go to, right? But you, I still don't see why that is any special than any other country. Because that other has countries don't do it. And, and other countries don't have user groups. And I'm, I'm being, you know, because I, I can hear people screaming and going, we have one. Yeah, um, I, I think but, you'll find that, I think you'll find other countries are a bit bigger. Yeah. And, and maybe bigger, they sure. don't need to do um, national user groups and they can just do local user groups because they're user groups the size of New Zealand. Well, so I, uh, I have been doing a bit of research. Okay. This isn't just, you know, off the cuff remarks. I've been doing a bit of research. Right. So, Australia doesn't really have, yeah, and Australia is our, our closest, biggest country. Doesn't doesn't really do the whole user group thing, you know. No, but then, well, uh, just just to shoot you down before you keep going on this one. Uh, yes, come on. Um, one of the one of the things is that the dominance of Esri in mm. in New Zealand it's about eighty mm. percent of the market. Mm. Um, so it's it, it's it's a user group of Esri people rather than GIS people. Sure, but I, I, haven't, I haven't moved on my... We'll come to that in a bit, okay. but carry on. Well, no, come on then. Well, 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 you know, it is the user group is, uh, you know, uh, an Esri user group. But um, on uh, Thursday night, um, I went to just, we call them spatial drinks, you know, sponsored by, uh, you know, people within the community. So in this case, my company sponsored the drinks. Um, and it doesn't matter. It's completely vendor agnostic. Anybody can turn up, and, and everybody does turn up. And it's just in a local bar. You have a few drinks, and you chat with people who work in the same industry. Yeah, you know, technology or you know vendor agnostic. You know, doesn't matter. Yeah, but there are spatial drinks other places around the world as well. There are, but they're not as frequent. I don't think. I think. I think the, the love of alcohol in New Zealand and the love, love of kind of you know, chatting about stuff, I think, just means that they're, they're more frequent. And right. I'm going to go further. I'm going to go further. I'm going to go further. Right. So, it's it's you've got you've got the Esri user group, right, which is big membership across the country. Yeah. You've then got these meetups, right, that you know are organised just by people who are in, in, in you know interested in the industry, and they happen across the country on a kind of you know more frequent, you know, they're just a few you know drinks after work kind of thing. Yeah. Then you've got the emerging spatial professionals, which we've talked about in in the past. So the emerging spatial professionals is a group that was again set up in New Zealand, that was set up to help, as the name suggests, emerging spatial professionals, you know, get a step up, uh, you know, in, in their career. And just, that's something just to be clear, not everyone right. belonging to that group is emerging. But anyway, yeah, I mean, they're all good initiatives. But I mean, uh, I think you'll find that other countries do things on top of that, or in, as well as, or alternatively to. I think you're just putting words together without anything backing that up. So who, what? <laughs> Come on, what, what, what's going on? Well, I've been around the world. And uh, um, actually, I can't name any. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. You know, but that doesn't make New Zealand that special. Yeah, I think it does I make New Zealand think, special. Yeah, I think you've just been drinking the Steinlager too much. <laughs> I think that combination of the user um, group, regional well, meetings. Okay, yeah. so so let's just talk about why. What what has changed? I mean, how long have you been in this country, Chris? Uh, seven years, going to go for citizenship pretty soon. Well, there we go. So I've, I've been here a bit longer. 
uh, and I've been turning up to uh, regional user groups for a few more years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't changed much. They, they, no, but, but they, they, I, I think they you're making really my point for me. Re- no, well, and you've been say, doing this for many years, you see, it, which it, demonstrates the longevity of the industry in New Zealand. Well, no, as I, well. Think, I, I think I think we go back to the New Zealanders like, <laughs> like a drink, especially if it's free. Um, what I'm saying, if they're if they're actually any good, well, I mean, if they're any good, I'm making them sound like they're bad. If they were as special as you say they are, they would have evolved. Into what? Well, into something that had High maybe of life. a bit more technology, a bit more variety. I mean, you've you've been to quite a few presentations, Chris. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, a- I have. And quite a few of them are, um, I've made a map, or I've used an app. Sure. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we've seen the evolution. We're into Collector now. We've seen, so oh, everyone's doing mobile Collector apps. Well, before... Before that, they were doing all oh, mobile ArcPad, Arc, yeah, ArcPad maps. Um, sure, but, but I can't that, remember that's, what's that's the ArcPad. Of, uh, that's the evolution well, that's of technology, the, right? Yeah, so Esri's evolved, mm-hmm. but people are still doing the same thing. So what, you, you'd like to see people not out there collecting stuff? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Because that's a stupid <laughs> argument. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure that's what you just said no what I'm saying is that actually what is being presented hasn't changed so so that, that, it, it, it either, reached its, my it either reached its peak back in the 80s when they started and never got better well okay let's just leave it at that no so, I think what it so, demonstrates is that is that, that the technology has changed but there's still, you know, there's still a, a need for it, and, and people are, you know, uh, are demonstrating the work mm. that they've done. I don't <laughs> think that means New Zealand is not special. If anything, I think it, it helps my argument that there's the there's a kind of a deep-seated use of GIS uh, in New Zealand, and, and you're seeing that evolution of, of technology. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Any any more things you want to help me out with? <laughs> no, I think you've um, missed my point, or or, or just a, a. I was trying to, to be honest. <laughs> I kind of get it, you know. If if you know you're at these rucks and you know at other presentations and you're seeing kind of the the same, I'm going to say same old, same old, but you know that kind of, hey, look, we've gone out, and we've collected some yeah. stuff, and here's some maps. Where's the excitement? You know, where's the kind of, hey, I've actually done some really pretty hardcore analysis here, or you know, I've I've pushed the boundaries and I've combined GIS. Yeah, how many uh, machine learning uh, presentations have you seen? Yeah, none. Um, mm. and even just the old I mean interesting I mean and I hate to sort of prove a point for you score a point for you talking to other people there and then we're going oh well, I was just using drone to map it was pretty cool mm-hmm. um, but there isn't that sort of here's a quickie I've just used this and this is what I did with it oh yeah that's interesting um, it's, now, it's it's more do you think your your opinion is being a little bit biased by the fact that hey you know you're 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 primarily an Esri user, uh, yeah so am I but um, you know I, I go to these other meetups where you know it, it's not just about the Esri technology and and there you get to see different views different uses of technology. Well, yes, but are you saying well because you started off saying the regional user conferences and the Esri group, mm. and now you're having to back off to the more general. No, New no, Zealand I'm, special industry. 
No, I'm saying what you're finding is that there's like, there is the underlying Israeliness, and then there's on top of that, you've got this whole other kind of more open sourcey type of area as well. That's, that's still well, geospatial, right? We so, don't have to mention the open open word. Um, what do we not? Okay, well, <laughs> other, we, other vendors, right? Whatever. Well, um, yes, but I think what we're seeing in Israel is they're partnershiping with all these other people to do stuff, mm-hmm. but the ASRI groups are sticking within the stack. Um, Which is is, 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 is is good because you get to learn more about what ASRI does, but if you're trying to use location analysis and you're know, trying to go to the next next level, so are you ESRI's basically saying that people, New Zealand's the New Zealand spatial industry is boring. Is that what you're saying? Because I mean, that's that's what it's sounding like. No, I was, I was in the context of the user group oh, conferences, okay, okay. Oh, and just, you just, just, you just, you, were, you were you were saying that that's actually more interesting outside the user conferences. Uh, but I have actually found the user conference ask some comments quite interesting. So. Oh yeah, I, I'd agree. I think there, there are some presentations that have been fab. Uh, we did one recently. It was awesome. Anyway, um, but I kind of, you know, it, it's it. I'm still not sure whether you're actually arguing against my points because I think my point's been quite clear that we're awesome, and and you haven't quite, you know, managed to to prevent that awesomeness. I, I do. I think New Zealand is doing sure. stuff pretty well, and I think it's that combination of. Yeah, you know, the industry well, is pretty robust in New Zealand. It's been around for quite a long time. So, so, so I mean, building on that, and I, I, I don't necessarily think it's more special than anywhere else, but I do think it's it's a good thing. Well, I think it is more special than anywhere else, and you know, I'm challenging and you think our it's listeners. A bad thing. No, no, I'm just, but I'm challenging so our listeners. I'm just going to say, like, you know, if uh, you know, if you if you're listening in the states, um, you know, yeah. and if you think you know your your particular state or you know the US is is uh, you know doing stuff better than New Zealand is, then hey, we'd love to hear. Well, from or you. just doing stuff. Um, well, I'm sure you're doing stuff. I'm not Come sure on. your research was quite exhaustive. Hey, it was pretty exhaustive. I went on Google and everything. <laughs> What is the uh, the uh, Spanish for um, Esri user group? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I <laughs> All right. Know. It's Spain. Yeah, Good it's, discussion with we you. We don't Chris. have any Spanish listeners. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyway, now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm seeing you trying to wrap me up. I think that's that's just the kind of you know. Well, I'm just you recognize you... you've lost the argument and uh, you need to move on. Yeah, uh, or I'm fine. just that's save, saving the uh, the listeners from you going on. Okay. All right. uh, now the uh, the third the third tool of the uh, Spanish Inquisition called Geodorable. <laughs> to go back to that joke is export to shapefile. Oh man, everybody and, talks to us about this. Well, yeah, and and everyone has been talking about my match with Joseph. Uh, and, yeah, and, where and you I, got whipped. I, I don't I don't mind that. You know, when it takes a good sporting. Uh, was it a good sportsman to realise that they've been whipped soundly? Joseph <laughs> Parker? <laughs> he wasn't whipped. Um, no, he wasn't. He did all right. He did actually quite well. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, but after, after bouncing back, well, trying to bounce back, thinking about this, we're going to have a game, Chris. All right, let's, uh, so, let's get it on. Well, what, what is it first? What? Export to Oh, sorry. Um, 
well it's uh it's a game of um well it's kind of a combination of i like to think combination of a bit of chess bit of poker um bit of fencing uh and, and basically what you're, you're trying to do is that you use the uh esri toolbox um so the geoprocessing tools uh and there's you use the tools basically and you use the tools to maneuver your player into a, a different space and eventually what you know what, what there's nowhere else for them to go and they have to call export shapefile i mean it's pretty clear they do indeed so if you're wondering what the rules are um uh well we'll try and explain them a little bit more uh, maybe we should put some rules on the website it's uh, not a game you know. well i think the the uh, international side would be good oh yeah okay yeah we could do that yeah um, uh, right let's play oh hang on hang on hang on export to shapefile so mark we uh we flipped coin uh yes. earlier on and yes, we did. um i believe uh it's your call which means i start mm-hmm. okay then uh, I will go for contour from uh, developed from the DMs to building contours. Uh, contour tool. Um, I, mean, I do wonder whether contours are outdated or whether they'll never date. I don't think they'll ever date, will they? Yes will they? and no. I, I, I spotlights are far more useful. Kind oh, of. And hillshade. Do, doesn't it? I, I don't know. It's anyway. Uh, you're just trying to Confuse me. Um, natural neighbour, Mark. Natural right. Neighbor. Yeah, you didn't think very hard about that. Uh, uh, you'll see. Considering it's in the same 3D tool set. All right. Uh, well, I'll uh, broadside you with identity. <sighs> From the analysis tool set, Chris. Just, just to clarify, that's identity, not identify. Um, so that's the what did you say it was I should know don't tell me don't tell me okay um, add attachments Mark add attachments oh playing uh, follow the leader uh, okay then create personal GDB oh kind of obvious but uh, calculate default spatial grid index yeah. Didn't see that coming, eh? Well, I don't know. With the way you're playing. Uh, reconcile versions. Oh. So staying in there. Uh, core tool set. Uh, make WCS layer. And what does WCS stand for, Chris? Uh, it stands for I don't know actually. What does it stand for? It's one of these things. Like it's a you know when you get the it, it's a it's a three letter acronym that you use. It's a bit like API. I can never remember what API stands for, and I use it almost like on a daily basis. <laughs> and somebody goes, "What's API?" And you go, "Oh, good. Hmm. It's that thing." Okay. Anyway, um, uh, let's go for a network analysts make root ex- uh, make root layer. Sorry. I was going to say make root extension. A bit of attacking move there, Mark. Yeah, someone's got to spice it up. Power to the world, spice up your life. Hmm. Generalise. (laughs) Oh. Okay, then. Um... 
rescale by function. That seems like a bit of a desperate move, Mark. Um, I think I can finish this, actually. Uh, yeah, filter. Filter? Yeah. Alright. Uh, line of sight. Three D analyst. Buffer. Ooh, what's the hell, Mary Pass? Um, well, I'm going to call the Xbox to shape file, but only because we're playing the short version of the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Um, I, th I think if uh, if Joseph was was listening, um, I think it'd be a shame of us both, really. Well, I know he would have identified identified my long term strat strategy, um, and then questioned why I was doing it in the shortened version of the game. <laughs> hey, that was fun, but hey, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. That that mm. <laughs> was a little flat. It was. I think. Um, for those following at home, I think I don't. I don't think I, I, there was an earlier point in the game where I I could have gone a little bit harder, and I probably should have done. Should have attacked more. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> we haven't played in a while. I think we're rusty, Mark. We need to. Yep. We need a few more warm-up games. We um, do, but also, if anyone else would like to challenge us, please get in touch. Uh, yeah, sure. Through the website, through Twitter, through Facebook. Um, you may. You may. You know want a bit of a challenge um, would recommend Joseph <laughs> uh, yeah 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 uh, but yeah a few a few international games I think so so Mark uh, that was fun thank you it was uh, so that was a good podcast Chris hey, don't we say this after we've like stopped recording okay thank you for listening <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, check out the website geodorable.com get in touch um, through the website or you can email us at uh, Geodorable uh, at gmail.com. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and we'll speak to you next week. <laughs>